All right. Three, two, one. Okay. Shall we get into it? According to time.is, it's the International Day for Tolerance. Happy Tolerance Day. Happy Tolerance Day. I tolerate both of you. Oh, thank you, Marcy. This is like a real... There's something homestuck about this, right? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate this! Oh my god, I quit. (laughs) We're not friends anymore. Sorry, Marcy. Sorry, Marcy. We tricked you. We also didn't explain the premise to you. This is a Homestuck sleepaway game. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) Welcome to Four Kids Play a Game. Uh, (laughs) There's only three of us. We've already fucked it. Oh, Oh, we're hacking it. Anyway, okay. Everybody, and welcome back to, well, not Unwise Girls, and not really an actor of the pods either, but a secret third thing uh, that that is, I guess, our new semi- We'll come up with a title for it by the end of the episode. It, it's our semi-occasional actual play show, uh, where we do, <laughs> starting with, uh, after the wonderful Extra Life, Extra Life stream that Moonshot did, uh, you all raised $3,500. Uh, and so we're doing a sleepaway game set at Camp Half-Blood. Shall we do a round? This is going to be a session zero. Shall we do a round of, like, I guess, introductions? Yes. All right. I'm Jacqueline. You all probably know me, but if you don't, then I'll introduce myself. Uh, I'm the brunette half of Unwise Girls, and I uh, am a podcaster. I'm a, I like TTRPGs. I do a bunch of TTRPG stuff. And uh, I... Uh, yeah, fuck, Jane, you go. Hi, I'm Jane. I'm the blonde half of Unwise Girls. Uh, I like building robot models and occasionally being pulled into TTRPGs by Jacqueline and not really understanding what's going on, but having a good time regardless. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm familiar with all the Percy Jackson books, and Jane doesn't. Or I'm familiar with a lot of them, and Jane hasn't read very many of them, and that's our pitch. But we also have a secret, <laughs> a secret third host today. I'm the secret third thing. That's right. So I'm, my name's Marcy, and I'm not usually here. I'm a streamer usually, but I'm here today to, to play a game. I'm Friend like the of the jigsaw. show, mouse of the show. The mouse of the show. If you if you go in the Discord for this show, and look for the <laughs> mouse of the show, that's me. M- Marcy, would you give a little bit? You can tell us either a little bit about your like TTRPG past or your Percy Jackson <laughs> past. Either one, I guess. My haunted TTRPG of <laughs> Percy Jackson past. My checkered past. Oh sure. I yeah. uh, I have in the past designed TTRPGs under uh, the name Tourmaline on itch. I. Read, I read the Percy Jackson books. I read the first two Kane Chronicle books and the first two uh, Tears of Olympus books. And I was sick of the shit by the time I was done. Hated it. Couldn't stand it. <laughs> Understandable. And then, then I heard a podcast about it. And I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> I like this podcast. <laughs> Yay. I give them a dollar every month because I'm, I'm a chump. Uh, and that's how you go on the show. That's the trick. You give us a dollar every month. <laughs> that's right. 
if you give us five dollars every month we won't do anything for you except for saying your name at the end of your podcast if you pay a dollar a month you get to come on the show it's crazy people are missing out i can't wait for for the brie episode brie pays five dollars a month now what yeah. am i the only one left hey maybe am I the only one dollar chump left you're the you're the sole oval offerer i think oh my yeah God. it's just you it's just me that's that's why i'm the only one who gets to be here i guess exactly uh so today we are playing sleep away sleep away is a horror rpg so keep, keep in mind what i'm about to say uh this is a horror rpg based on the belong outside belong system it is by uh j dragon ruby lavin various people the possum creek style people uh which is how I'm sure that company likes to be referred to. This is a horror game about being a camp counselor at a not-so-ordinary summer camp besieged by a strange and ominous cryptid. And we thought, that's kind of like Percy Jackson. People who have only read Percy Jackson got a lot of Percy Jackson <laughs> vibes from this. That's right. <laughs> uh, this is a, So again, this is a horror game. It contains things like body horror, explicit violence, including against animals and children. Look out for yourself. So this is session zero, which means we're going to be creating our camp, our characters, and sort of setting the expectations for this game. Now, uh, regarding lines and veils, we've mostly discussed it. One of the biggest things is we're not going to do anything with bugs. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that, that's probably the big one. That's the big one. The big bug. The big one and, like, really horrible violence against animals. Like, really gratuitous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these are things that may occur, but will be sort of, like, veiled, I guess. Yeah. We're not going to be describing them in detail. Exactly. We won't be We won't be telling you all about the blood and such. Like, some blood we'll tell you about, but yeah. not all the blood. But there will be secret blood <laughs> you won't know about. That's right. If you're picturing something happening in this game... Throw a little blood on there. <laughs> You're probably imagining too little blood, so so add, add a sprinkle. Let's start off by reading the introduction page of Sleepway, just to give a little bit of a better look. Would either of you like to do that? Oh, I feel like you all do all the reading on this show, so maybe give someone else a chance, yeah? That sounds fair. That sounds fair. Uh, can you give us your summary of this, this, this chapter? I don't know. Jason fell asleep or something. Uh, next Next time. <laughs> Sleepaway gives us long, hazy days, chilled summer nights, kids screaming and chasing fireflies, crackling campfires, and a gaunt, cruel monstrosity, forever hiding just out of sight, always asking, what do you do next? In Sleepaway, you play as a camp counselor at a not-so-ordinary summer camp, besieged by a strange and ominous cryptid. In the outside world, people grow increasingly alienated from their own identities, trapped in a miasma of advertising and corporate branding, Isolated from civilization, this summer camp is a beacon of safety, a refuge for misfit kids defined by their marginalization. As time pushes past and the world grows older, this camp also shelters the survivors of the Lindworm. The Lindworm is a shapeshifter, or so the stories go, a creature that flays the skin of humans and hides within. As counselors of this summer camp, you've each been traumatized by the Lindworm in your own, in your own ways. You remember little of that time. Just that you don't want anyone else to experience it either, and you'll keep this camp safe no matter what. So that's the game, uh, and we're going to be doing a little bit of retheming, like we said. Uh, this is going to be set at Camp Half Blood, but I probably not at like any specific canon point because it's hard to be like, well, this is the best <laughs> part of 
like obviously you have to do it in between book one and three or else it won't work like no that i, I don't know the problem is that technically like sea of monsters te- technically sea of monsters would be a good setting for this but also sea of monsters sucks so we're not using it <laughs> work better than that that's right <laughs> now i think that we're gonna give this like sort of a nebulous like this is a period of time where probably the administration could be doing a little bit better but also this is a period of time where the defenses are a little bit more down than they are usually and also all the cabins are here mm-hmm. like they're we, we don't have the the minor gods are also included at this camp half blood we got hypnos we got the other ones i forgot there's we got lawrence fishburne playing morpheus we got morpheus there's Eris. Eris. There's fuck. Who's Nemesis? There's Nemesis. Nemesis. That one's good. That one's good. Shout out to the Ethan Nakamura. Yep. God, he was done so dirty. Anyway, <laughs> I think the other thing that we're going to need to change. How do we feel about changing the Lindworm? We want to change the Lindworm? I feel like the Lindworm could just work. The Lindworm could work. I guess the alternative is we change it to like a Percy Jackson monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something something Greek themed. I think either we just straight up go with the Lindworm, or what I was thinking was maybe like. So this is technically a monster that features in the first book of the series, uh, but who I think was done a little bit dirty. The Echidna, the mother of all monsters. Oh, wasn't that the one that was like a lady with dogs? <laughs> this yeah. was a lady with a dog. <laughs> oh, uh, a dog. Not she even. She kicked multiple. Percy off the arch. And was he like fine? <laughs> Didn't he like not even get hurt? Yeah, he landed in water. Oh, well, <laughs> Great job, Akima. <laughs> so, my thought is, Camp Half Blood is a place that literally, like, it has monsters. The the setting is like different already because of that. It has monsters. Like, they literally stock the forest with monsters already. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't just have it be like any old monster. Yeah. Because of that, mm-hmm. I think maybe like, what if it's the mother of all the monsters? Or we just go with the Lindworm. I'm. What do you two think? It's hard for me to find the Echidna as scary as the Lindworm. I guess. I mean, I I don't think we're going to be using book Echidna if we go with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd have to be different. <laughs> I, like, what's Echidna do? Like, what's she do that's scary? She's like a worm. She's like a worm. <laughs> uh, so this is one reason that I was thinking of her. She's like a, a a half worm, half lady that lives in a cave. She probably eats people or something. I don't know. We could just file the serial numbers off the Lindworm and call it Echidna. <laughs> you know could. what? Let's 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 go with the Lindworm because okay. sometimes there's a weird monster that nobody knows what to do about. <laughs> yeah, like they don't know what the fuck this is. This wasn't in a myth. Exactly. They didn't make a Disney movie about this. <laughs> God. Disney Plus would never pay us the rights for this show. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we're going to be doing this over, I think, over Rule 20, probably. Oh, right. Yeah. Read. Yes. But I need to make Me that. and Marcy both simultaneously quietly opening Rule 20. <laughs> no, I also am because I just <laughs> realized. I don't know that. if I messed with my mic settings. My clicking and typing might be super audible. No. No worries. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not editing. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Wait. Jane, which was, I guess I'm editing this, so it's fine. Oh, I thought I was editing it because we didn't we didn't do a bonus episode just this week because we're doing they're this. They're always fighting. They're always fighting on the show. They're not <laughs> friends anymore. 
the clout it got too much for us <laughs> we got to fucking 30 dollars a month and we're like okay this this has gone from a friendship to a professional business relationship <laughs> <laughs> So the basic way that this game goes is that we will just be having a conversation, talking about what our characters do, uh, and occasionally someone will call on the Lindworm. There are a lot of sort of rituals to this game, sort of ritualized bits of it, and with the Lindworm, we will draw a card from the deck uh, and let those actions... Well, one of us will be, will be pre-selected as the Lindworm, as channeling the Lindworm. Yes. Nobody roleplays the Lindworm. Nobody. Nobody. That, this is a hard rule of the game. Nobody roleplays the Lindworm. Uh, but somebody does channel the Lindworm. And whoever do, does that will sort of draw a card, lay it out on the map that we, we will be building of Camp Half-Blood. And we will all as a group interpret it. Uh, I'll also post like the finished map on the Twitter uh, when we post this episode, so that like if you're listening to this, you've got like an idea of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to we'll try to describe things so that even if you don't look at it, you can understand. But also, it's it's part of the game. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, do we want to go straight to characters? I guess so. I think that's the in the order of like the list of what to do. That's probably our next thing. Yeah. Does anyone have ideas for characters? I think it'd be cool to play as the athlete. Yeah? The athlete is basically a is a, a, a storming individual. Their power is in restrained fury, tragic heroism, and their physical ability. To me, this is a, a very strong, just like, this is a Percy Jackson character. Like, there are a lot of kids <laughs> like this at that camp. Yes. And so that, I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling athlete personally. Yeah. I was interested in the crafter, the vine crafter. Ooh. The crafter is interesting. Yes, uh, the crafter. The crafter is a quirky individual. Their powers in the subtle magic of the world, information from the greater world, and skill at creating new art. And now this begs another question, because magic is one of the setting elements of the game. Yes. And one is supposed to sort of leave it up in the air about, like, how real is magic? Uh, that's kind of difficult <laughs> at Camp Half-Blood. So I guess as the crafter, do you have any ideas on like, do you think it's just straight up still magic or do you think it's like something a bit Could different? Could be like a weird or different thing. That's, yes. I, I like that idea. Because I feel like also like in, in those books, like you've got like power magic and god magic, but like we hear about witches and stuff uh, and it always seems really esoteric and like difficult to describe. So I think it like, like that, that kind of magic is definitely there. Like, kind of much weirder shit. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. I'm I'm figuring it out. I'm thinking it through a little. Jane, did you have any ideas? I might go with the counselor. Yeah. The counselor. Uh, Do I read out the thing? Yeah. We haven't read anything this whole time. Everything we said has been right off the top of our head. So you just make something up. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh... Most folks who work here are here for the friendships, but not the counselor. They're just here to help the kids. Nothing more and nothing less, and they'll die before they let a single kid get hurt. The world is harsh and cruel, and the Lindworm has traumatized too many. The counselor will do anything to keep their kids safe. I changed one word of that, so technically I wasn't just reading out the book. <laughs> well done. <laughs> J-Dragon can't sue us yet. <laughs> Does that count as crediting the writer? We already did. I, okay. I did it at the top. Yes. <laughs> What are you talking about? I, I wrote this game. What? <laughs> <laughs> this uh, my game. 
Marcy, thank you for coming on the show, the creator of Sleepaway. You're welcome. <laughs> Can you talk to us about some of the process with? Because I know you weren't you a weren't you a camp counselor at like the same <laughs> camp as Brennan Lee Mulligan? That's right, actually. Some shit like that. Yeah, I was best friends with Brendan Lee Mulligan. I actually came up with this idea for a Dungeons and Dragons show for a website. I was I was sort of pitching it at the time, and Brendan's like, "That's actually really a really good idea." And I said, "Oh, I have like a million ideas better than that. You can just have that one. It's like my shittiest idea, basically." He's like, "Thank <laughs> you so much," and kind of ran with it, I guess. I wonder how that's working out for him. We haven't talked in a while. Were you gonna pitch that to like the Onion? I was gonna pitch it to the Onion. Was the thing. Had a whole, I had a whole thing lined up there, but you know, like I have so many opportunities all the time to make lots of money. <laughs> totally, kind of nothing totally. to me. That's that's fair. Uh, let's let's get started on character creation. I think mm-hmm. we're, we're having silent reading time. That's fine. This is what the truncate silence option is for. That's exactly right. I'm also gonna be like doing little snaps and clicks every few seconds to keep it on its toes. No. <laughs> Me playing with a little piece of Lego during recording. Haha, <laughs> fuck yes. Me editing out all the little fucking clicks a few days later. What the fuck? This sucks. <laughs> my my first thought for a character name was Beth, and I was like, why does that sound slightly familiar? I, was like, I Jacqueline. <laughs> Listen, we're reading Mark of Athena right now. I guess she's just in my brain. Yeah, I was thinking of a character named, like, Thal. <laughs> yeah, what about Reese? Just, like, someone named Reese? I think I was thinking, I had this, this name just sort of came to me, Grover Underwood. How do we feel about that? <laughs> uh, banned. Uh, sorry, I don't like it, actually. Damn. Did I tell you all I got breast milk cookies today? What? what? I got I got cookies for um, uh, stimulating breast milk. Oh, awesome! Oh my god. <laughs> I just, like, someone just gave them to you? You should buy them. <laughs> No, I had to. I had to go to a like, like a scan thing because someone I know is having a kid, and I had to like go with them while they were getting a scan. Okay. And they like they just give those out. They're free in in the place. <laughs> They're free. God. So I just took some. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> plate. Just leave out a plate of cookies. By the way, if you eat those, you'll lactate. Fair warning. <laughs> Santa's gonna have a big surprise this year. <laughs> <laughs> Santa gets those four Mrs. Claws, uh, but she refuses to ever actually eat them, no matter Christ. how many times he like gives her the puppy oh dog ass. <laughs> oh, opening up my my list of Greek gods Wikipedia page. Oh yeah, I should probably figure out which which one this is a child of, huh? Oh, I was gonna make a dryad. What are dryads are kids of someone, right? Oh yeah, they must They're be. like hold on. Also realizing a dryad would be like a good fucking ropes keeper, too. True. They act as waitresses at meal times. Cool. So great. <laughs> there was a, wait. Was there? Oh, this is a character who hasn't been in the in the books. I can read the wiki. Y'all can't. Uh, there's a dry. Gr- Grover was dating a dryad. That's true. There's a lot of pictures of dryads in later Rick Riordan books that look really cool. Holy shit! And they have very good names. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna use this, but my first thought was like, what if I'm playing a child of Kronos? Okay. No, not that one. Not that not that one. <laughs> Different one. You're thinking of the father of Zeus. I I'm talking about Kronos with a CH. Oh. Uh, the god of empirical time. Oh, that's fun. That's not what I'll be doing. Kronos had a rough time in Percy Jackson, I bet that one. <laughs> like, no, no, you got me yeah. mixed up. It's the other one. It's the other one. No. 
they like they went to like storm Kronos's kingdom or whatever like wait what are you doing i i just make clocks <laughs> you spend the whole thing saying that you are the child of the lord of time uh and then you get to the end and reveal i re- reveal that it's caliborn uh and this will be the final uh episode of unwise girls <laughs> Thank you, everyone you did this to me fuck you dryads are part of part of a god's retinue always that's their thing okay Oh, I, have a, I have a really good idea. I haven't even had any bad ideas yet. Fuck. I, I think I've got my entire character. Damn! <laughs> I'm trying to, like, make a list in my head of all the, like, POV characters we've got. We've had who are children of certain gods, so I can, like, strike them off my list. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I can kill them one by one. <laughs> <laughs> You're creating a hit list of the worst Percy Jackson characters. Fuck Annabeth, fuck Percy, <laughs> fuck Jason, fuck Leo, fuck Piper, fuck, um, oh, that was, I guess the first one was spoilers for Mark Fadina. <laughs> fuck, uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Frank, uh, fuck Hazel. I think it's all of them. Octavian's cool, though. Octavian can stay. He's not a POV character. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh. Rick Ryden hasn't hasn't published the uh, short story that I've written. No matter how many times I've sent it to him, but <laughs> you ever just have like you get most of the way through making a character and you're like, wait, no, I want to play like the opposite of this. Actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, fuck this whole idea. <laughs> do you want to do you want to switch like playbooks or are you still? No, I think playbooks is fine. Just like character type. Hmm. I've got. I've got. I have everything. I'm so excited. I'm ready. Actually, wait, no, if I keep most of this idea, it's even better. Hell yes. I think so. I think we've all got our characters. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, Jane, do you want to start? I have got in front of me Pippa, oh. who is a camp counselor. Uh, she has honest eyes, uh, a thick body. Her gender is an indie song about friendship. Uh, the kids trust her because she pays attention to the quiet ones. Her favorite activity is hiking up old mountains. Uh, and she almost left because she fell in love with someone who offered to take her to the city. Ooh. Ooh. What cabin are you the 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 counselor for? Uh, she is a uh, Hermes cabin counselor. <laughs> wait, wait, this is so fun. Oh. Is, oh, interesting. Yeah. Keep going, sorry. <laughs> uh, so she is a camp counselor for the Hermes cabin uh, where she is because, uh, according to her, she is unclaimed. Huh. This is... So, there's some stuff happening here um, <laughs> that kind of makes me immediately want to. Can I, Marcy? Are you okay with me introducing my character? Yes, now? yes, yes. Uh, so I'm playing the athlete. Her name is Helga. She, her pronouns, burning eyes, and a tank tank of a body. Uh, her gender is sports dyke, and uh, <laughs> my my childhood fear is wolves torturing my family. I am also. In the Hermes cabin. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and unclaimed. God fucking yes. <laughs> because. Because. Uh-huh. I, I'll, I'll, reveal, I'll reveal this at the start. Fuck it. I'm a child of Terminus, the boundary, the Roman boundary oh god. Oh my god. Ooh. Terminus. But I, something happened. Mm-hmm. in my childhood with wolves uh and now i'm at camp half-blood and i don't know really know nobody really knows about that roman shit so <laughs> oh i like that interesting my contraband weapon of choice is a chainsaw with my name carved into it 
everyone knows me by it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, the one with the chainsaw. Also, oh, what are your character's pronouns? I didn't hear. She her. She, her. For me. I forgot to mention mine is also she her. My character is named Kindling. And she uses she her pronouns. She's in the retinue of Hestia, the goddess of the hearth. She has uh, bright eyes, a body built for listening. Her gender is umber. Her childhood fear is getting caught kissing someone you shouldn't. She teaches the craft of staring at fire. It cannot be used with modern technology, and it cannot be taught easily. Interesting. Now, you you say part of the retinue of... You're not like a child? No, she's a, she's a dryad. A dryad? Tree. She's a dryad. She's from a tree. A burned tree, I should say. She's a tree that was lit on fire. <laughs> oh, Kendling? Kendling oh, no. was? Kindling was, yeah. Oh, does she oh. name her, Did she name herself Kindling after that happened, or is that just like something people call her? She was named that by Hestia. Oh, thanks, Hestia. Thanks, Hestia. <laughs> Great. I almost wanted to make my character Hestia. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm her. <laughs> oh, wait, that would have been so fucking cool, though. Would have been fun, but I, I, I wanted to be a little... Hestia... I think there are a lot of gods that would be fun to play. I don't think Hestia... She's too... She's too much of a very weird mystic character than I want to be. I want to be more down-to-earth and more affected mm-hmm. by things than Hestia would. Makes yeah. sense. Do we want to go through our lures, too? Yes, we should definitely go over those. Uh, so, for the listeners, a lure is, like, basically the role-playing things. Like, if, if somebody plays into a certain aspect about our character, they get a token, which is, like, the game currency for doing things. Mm-hmm. And every, every token uh, we end the game with, we get a dollar. That's right. Uh, so you should roleplay really, really good. Marcy's playing to get all her money back from the Unwise Girls Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how I get it all back. Uh, my lures, my lures. Every time someone engages with a camper as a fully realized character, they get a token. Hell yeah. Uh, mine is, every time someone respects you and your autonomy, they get a token. And mine is... Every time someone questions your eccentric worldview, they get a token. Hell yes. All right, we've got our... I, I love this little cast of characters. It's very good. Wait, so this is this is a GM-less thing, right? Yes. Yeah. So if I have, like, information about my character that might be relevant, I should just tell everyone. If you want. Yes. You can keep a secret. You don't have to, but you could keep secrets, yes. Hmm. I will keep it a secret for now. Cool. <laughs> now, the other part of this game is that there are setting elements, elements of the setting of Camp Half-Blood, at which we will pick up and uh, just, like, talk about uh, at, when when they come up, basically, the setting elements are the field, the woods, the lake, the campers, the magic, and the strangeness. And ba- and luckily, pretty much all of these things exist at Camp Half-Blood. <laughs> yep. And hmm. there's fields, there's lakes, there's woods. There's strangeness. There's a pool of lava, I think. Is there a pool there of is... lava? I forgot about that. I think there might be. They well, have, like, no. a climbing wall over it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, my boss. My boss just sent me a message. Oh, uh, What's your boss's first sorry. and last name for the audience? Uh, <laughs> okay. Works at the. T- <laughs> he's the, the. I believe he's the. He's a. Okay. <laughs> you can find him on LinkedIn here. Okay. You can find As him on LinkedIn. email right there. <laughs> Did you really? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacqueline, you better hope I'm not editing this while I'm playing games <laughs> or something and like zone out. <laughs> Uh, sadly, it was too. The doxing was too funny. We're keeping it in. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, so let's let's all decide at the beginning of this to which uh, setting I'll pick up. I know uh, it says that the craft should start with the magic, but not hold it for long. Okay. Um, see, the counselor never begins with the campers, so Jane, you can't start with the campers. You're not ready. Gotcha, gotcha. I might start with the uh, the lake. Lake's one. I guess I'll also take the campers because I'm so greedy and I want to have all of them. My secret goal is to have every setting element and be the GM. I guess that's just fine. There's nothing that says you can't. Yeah, I'll hold, I'll hold as many as I want. <laughs> just, just try to take them from me. Jane, which one might you like? Uh, do 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 do. I want the lake, please. <laughs> I took the lake. <laughs> nope, Jacqueline. Uh, okay. uh, Jane oh, got it, did... so you don't have the lake anymore. <laughs> no, you're right. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. sorry. Did you already say the she lake? <laughs> I'm sorry. I zoned out. Nope, you took it already. It's too late. You're right. No, I'll, I'll take the woods. It's fine. You know what? You can have the lake. This no, is a I'm game. sorry. No, this is a game um, where setting amounts are passed back and forth. You get to have the lake. Uh, I think I'll take the lake. <laughs> Fuck. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It doesn't matter. We'll pass them around as it goes. Okay. Okay, Jacqueline, now you take the lake from Marcy. <laughs> and then no. it goes all the way back around. No, you're right. Okay, I'll take the lake from Marcy. Jane, what are you picking? Uh, 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 okay, wait, what did everyone else pick so I don't I do have again? the magic and the, the campers. Uh, I'm gonna pick the lake. No, uh, the woods. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. Someone needs to take That's the field. Enough. I guess I'll also take the field. Wait, no, we don't all need to have a, have, we don't even have all the setting. Oh, we don't? Oh, yeah, we don't. <laughs> I thought we only had the one each. Yeah. I want more. Oh, uh, I'll take the field. That's fine. And the lake. <laughs> no, you can't take the lake. <laughs> I'm putting... I'm... Okay, fuck it. I'm the GM now. I'm the GM of the lake. <laughs> I am nailing the, ta- the lake down onto my part of the table. No one can have it. Oh, oh criminy Christmas. Okay. So let's do the lindworm section. Okay. So the lindworm, I'll read this. Uh, The lindworm is the monstrosity that haunts our summer camp. It's the bane of our existence and will destroy everything we've built if we're not careful. It's the trauma of history, the collective pain of a cruel society, and the violence inflicted upon the marginalized and the vulnerable. It's generally around 10 feet tall, with arms like tree branches, papery flesh, and a mouthful of too many teeth. It is a shapeshifter, and will steal people's skin after flaying them alive. At the beginning of each session, someone in the group must ask the space you're in if the Lindworm is there, and if it would like to play. Give it around 30 seconds to reply. If it isn't there, a player is secretly chosen to act for the Lindworm for the session. Do this silently. Uh, So we're going to set aside cards. Uh, One of them will be the Queen of Spades, and whoever gets the Queen of Spades will be channeling the Lindworm. No player role plays as the Lindworm. The chosen player discovers the Lindworm's actions through their deck of cards. When the player invites the Lindworm to act, all players close their eyes. The chosen player channels Lindworm and looks at the top three cards of the deck. Then they will knock on the table when the card is placed so everyone can open their eyes. Uh, then everyone interprets the card. And the big final thing is never role play as the Lindworm. No matter what. Never do it. Otherwise it eats your face. It might. It could. Uh, for those curious, we couldn't figure out how to get just, like, a normal deck of cards working in Roll20, so we're using, like, a hacked-together bit of sleep of uh, The Quiet Year, I think. The, I, I owned already 
the quiet year module on roll 20 so we're just we're just using that <laughs> i still think we should have used one of those like really dodgy online gambling things where they have like five women in a shipping crate made up to look like a casino and they like live stream <laughs> the whole thing that would have been good probably all right the next step so we're, we're drawing camp half-blood here uh-huh so to create the summer camp we're going to make a map uh and we're going to have a lot of little things the field at the center of camp the lake the fire pit the oldest tree in the woods and the bunks those things specifically and then we'll have a little bit of extra detail uh depending uh, on yeah depending on you gotta draw the fire pit i've got the lake so i'm gonna draw the lake uh i i took the woods so i guess i will draw the woods don't <laughs> draw the lake i'm gonna draw the lake you can't stop me vaguely trying to remember where the lake is at camp half blood it's like in the center i think Look, who's to say that this is even the same Camp Half-Blood, if we're, like, un-unmooring this in time? You're right. This could... We don't know that Camp Half-Blood doesn't. I'm sorry to go back to this. Hogwarts-style, like, shift around sometimes. I mean, it, we do know that. It literally does. Does it? Yeah, whenever the heart, whenever the heart of the West moves. Well, no, not that. I meant, like, we don't know that it doesn't, like, oh, the fire pit's over there today. Ah... Uh... <laughs> what's a, what's a better what's something you can say about that other than like the hogwarts stairs um it's like re it's like recon it's what's it reconstruction or whatever and uh reconfiguration reconfiguration in friends of the table a much more accessible reference <laughs> yes of course uh, considering that a third of the people on this podcast don't get that reference listen to marielda you fool listen to marielda i i will eventually i'm not podcasting with any with you anymore until you listen to marielda <laughs> They're not friends anymore. <laughs> there are like one, two, three, four, five, six. There are nine cabins at Camp Half Blood, right? That's the right number. Uh, yeah. Uh, more or less. How many Greek gods are there? There's Zeus. At least one, then. Daedalus. No. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's that's not one of them. I don't think. Uh, is Marcy a Greek god? No. Okay. Hmm. She's Roman, you fool. <laughs> Italian American god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still have to draw the field at the center of camp. The camp half blood field. Yeah. The, I mean, strawberries. Everyone right? knows it. Oh! Oh, it's the strawberry field! Make the children work to make strawberries and then, like, put them into debt when they go on quests. Oh my god, wait, that is how that works. I forgot. <laughs> I kind of want to do the swamp full of mosquitoes, but I don't know where that would go at Camp Half-Blood. It's probably, like, in the woods, right? There probably is a little swamp in the woods. With the New York mosquitoes? <laughs> Have we ever had, a like, a, a, a Camp Half-Blood Chronicles character with a canonical, like, strong New York accent? I feel like that has to be personal, yes, surely. Yes, absolutely. No, I would... No, I was literally thinking about this the other day. Like, Percy is such a, like, such a New Yorker, but he's never, like, described... Because Rick Riordan feels like the type of writer who would go really in-depth with, like, at least talking about Pete Percy having an accent. Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah, no, he would phonetically transcribe his accent. Like, maybe not to that extent, but he would make jokes out of it and stuff like that. And I feel like that... I don't know, but I like to imagine Percy with a heavy New York accent. I'm gonna draw an abandoned stone wall. Hmm. What is petroglyph? I don't know what's huh? petroglyph. I guess I, I guess I'm just making it up. I, petroglyph is like when pictures are frozen. Huh. Nope, that's that's photograph. Oh. 
<laughs> Petroglyph is an image created by removing part of a rock surface by ins- Oh, okay. Petroglyph is a messaging program built into the Nintendo DS. Is that true? Okay, <laughs> fucking, yeah. fucking, God. No, I totally believed you. Um, I'm, she I'm, had you for like a good three <laughs> seconds there. I'm creating the secret kissing grove. It's behind Aphrodite Cabin. We've only done one of these each, right? Yep. Yeah. Unless someone drew the hidden picnic bench without saying anything. I guess we would never know. We would never know. Glaring at Mercy. Not glaring at <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. Don't look at me. Marcy, uh. why'd you put out the fire pit? What? Oh no! It's all grey now. How'd that happen? <laughs> I worked so Wait, the hard. Tree. That's really sad. What? Roll 20 doesn't Roll 20 work. Roll doesn't work. Well, the fire has been <laughs> petrified. The campers will all freeze to death this winter. How sad. It's very sad. Someone was like, Haha, let's throw this uh, this Medusa head into the fire that's and turn so, to stone. That's <laughs> incredibly fucked up. Yeah, these are very morbid kids. I I still think that Medusa's head and Percy's mom are like roommates. <laughs> that's what we should be playing an RPG about. God, no, we should... <laughs> I have only one bed. The fucking, our, the fan fiction inspired <laughs> anthology of RPGs. We can, we can make this happen. We can stop playing sleep. I don't care that people th- pay thirty five hundred dollars for it. We can <laughs> fucking do whatever we want. Jacqueline really said, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> Listen, the the children's hospital stuff very important, but like, no, I, I can't make this a bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very important. Children, you imagine children, all those kids in the hospital saying, "When are we getting the sleep away special of unwise girls?" When are we getting the sleep away special, Mum? I'm sorry, little Timmy. They 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 decided to play only one bed instead. Oh, this is this is a hate crime. <laughs> I'm I'm calling HR. No, I'm I'm not doing a British accent. <laughs> I'm not a doing a British accent. <laughs> That's, That's just how you sound when you have cholera. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I need to go and see my doctor. <laughs> oh, God. I think I have cholera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is the funniest thing we've ever produced. Fuck. Oh, my God. And again, it's all it's all over us making a map that the audience can't see. No, that so part like... can stay in. That part can be preserved, I'm sure. <laughs> You're making a clap cast. No, actually, I'm leaving all this in. It's just going to sound terrible. <laughs> uh, this is why there's going to be a Jane cut and a Jacqueline cut. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting that you're editing this. I just, like, I have it in my brain by default that if it's not on Wise Girls, I edit it. That's okay. fair. Oh, um, we need to, as a group, Marcy, choose... Oh, sorry? You're gonna edit this one? You're gonna edit this one yeah, next week, right? I'm gonna edit this one. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So as a group, we choose two of these. It's either camp... <laughs> you really scared me for a second there. You're joking, yes. right? We did a clap! Okay. What? I don't know, but you have to understand. Okay. Marcy just thought that was a fun thing we were doing. Yeah. We just thought we were clapping. We were just clapping because we were so happy. Yeah. <laughs> so happy to be off the air. As a group, choose to. Camp Cat, Courageous Leaders, Culture of Honesty, Economic Prosperity, Minimal Camper Drama, Long Administrative Memory, Protected Property, 
easy access to public transportation and understanding parents. Um, I feel like culture of honesty is like right off the table straight away. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, courageous leaders would make sense. I think to me, my immediate thoughts are courageous leaders in economic prosperity because of our strawberry fields. I feel like understanding parents would make sense, though. Well, I, understanding in one way, but uh, but also like long administrative memory because it's a it's a camp based on like the Greek gods. I, I guess my thought was it would the administrative memory wouldn't be long because of the mortality rate. Yeah. Also that. <laughs> like, how are we... We can't remember anything, because the guy who kept records uh, died two weeks ago. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, it's also... I guess it is protected property, very yes. straightforwardly. I mean, my thought was... It, a lot of these we could give or take, it because it could, Camp Half-Blood could be anyway. It could be a period of time where the leaders aren't courageous, where, where they're afraid. It could be a period of time where the protection's not working. Like, there yeah. are several of those. So any of these work... Um, but I, I, I agree yeah. that I like courageous leaders personally. Yeah, courageous leaders like is courageous good. Leaders here. Uh, we can't. I don't know if we want to do anything with terminus and easy access to public transportation. Like we've got those those like shitty three ladies in their taxi, which is just like <laughs> the night bus. Yeah, there's like Argo. He like has a van. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Can we try Argo's van? Yeah, let's try Argo's. Is that his name, Argo? I don't know. No, that's not his name. Ar- Argus. I thought Argo Argus. was the boat. Argo is that TV the boat show. public transportation. Or is that TV show about that town in like Min- Min- Minnesota? Is that Fargo? What did I say? Easy access to whole transit. What did we get out of that? Like, well, I guess it, we could people could leave. Yeah, <laughs> if they want. Yeah, we could come and go more quickly. Yeah, that's useful. If someone goes missing, they could be much further away. Oh, that's true. If someone needs to get away from something, they'll have an easier time. That kind of thing. I feel like we need maximum camper drama. Absolutely. Yes, I don't Absolutely. understand why anyone ever think minimal. That, it's insane that it's even there. I've drawn the van, even if we don't use it. Fair. Yeah, I like public transportation and courageous leaders. Yeah. Each player also details one: where the fire pit used to be, where the frogs used to sing, where the fairy houses used to be built, where the path used to go, where you used to sneak away to watch the sunrise, where you realized you weren't straight, where the oldest cabins are, where the witch was spotted. Where kids kissed when you were young, where you confessed your childhood crush, and where the great battles of youth took place. Mm-hmm. I feel like Camp Offblood has to have like a place where the path used to go and now doesn't. Yeah, that's a good one. Hmm, trying to think of something for the oldest cabins, because cabins in Camp Offblood are like significant. I want there to be a ca- I want there to be cabins that they got rid of. Ooh, like that, like old forgotten gods or something. Yeah, there's Ooh. the the cabins used to be in the swamp. Oh, that fucking rules. Where you realized you weren't straight really speaks to me, and I think it should be the kissing grove. <laughs> it's a good spot for that it. That makes sense. Because that no matter who you're kissing, that could help. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jane, what about you? Hmm, maybe one of the other bunkers could work for like where the paths used to go Ooh. i could think of something interesting to put in there it's the only thing like another civil war bunker <laughs> yeah but like not with all the civil war shit in it, obviously <laughs> isn't that what the bunkers are for i mean we don't have to get into canon it's, obviously it's not required like... in canon without some civil war stuff <laughs> i don't know what's what's in bunker eight what could be in there i guess what's what it which is cabinet because that's that's what are the bunk, cabin? cabin oh, nine yeah. is the fastest cabin oh i never realized that Cabin eight is the uh, the Artemis cabin, so it's kind of just Artemis and her friends hang out there sometimes because she doesn't have kids. 
I mean, that could also be why you realized you weren't straight, is the Artemis. Bunker. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> that's, that's true. The, God, no, I'm changing my answer to where I realized wasn't straight was was uh, Artemis Cavan. I thought the bunks just had, like, random shit from different wars in it, so I thought one of them just has, like, Chiron's World War II memorabilia in it or something. <laughs> Maybe. That's where the kids learn to do, like... Because, okay. Even if you're a half-blood, you're not immune to nuclear bombs, right? Probably so they, not. They probably did, like, Cold War drills at Camp Half-Blood. God, that's really weird to think about. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think 9-11 impacted Camp Half-Blood? <laughs> uh, Christ. Um, probably not very <laughs> no, much. Oh, I mean, they don't have TV. It was a plot by Kronos. God. <laughs> Uh, are we sure it wasn't, uh, fuck, no, what's, what, what, who's the one that did the revolution? What? Um, Apep. Oh my god. Apophis. Apophis. Did Apophis do 9 Responsible too? for the 2011 Egyptian revolution, canonically. That's real. Oh. We just need to find a different pantheon to blame 9-11. Actually, this is getting a little bit <laughs> too close to blue. real life. Uh, Jane, wait, did you, did Jane, did you say one? Oh, you did the path used to go. Uh huh. Where the path used to go. I'm gonna do a bunker for this. Okay. So where where the oldest cabins are? That's in the swamp. Where the path used to go. Those are the bunkers, and where where you realized you weren't straight. That's Artemis Cabin. Got, Got it. it. Okay. Wait. Uh, I've decided this is bunker one, two, three, four, uh, and it's supposed to be full of like um, seeds and stuff because it's the the cabin of the bunker of Demeter. So it should okay. be like that, that seed vault in Norway with stuff to like rebuild after an apocalypse or something. Uh, but everything in, in there is rotting and it's like infested with monsters that are like subsisting on all the rotting food. Awesome. That's really good. I'm so excited for this Fallout DLC where they go to Camp Half-Blood. <laughs> so. So? What happened last time? Yeah, we decide what happened last time. So the options are half the camp danced into the lake and woke up freezing. Flayed animals roamed the woods. One of your friends died. The cops showed up and shut everything down. Uh, each one of you got a scar in the same place in your faces. And no one remembers. It's been too long. I think the cops showed up and shut everything down is very funny. It is funny. <laughs> I. What if it's, like, not the cops? Like, what if it was, like, the magical cops? Like, the Greek gods? The Olympians. Tops? I guess the... Posse the ponies. Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe this was like an administrator. Because what happened last time, to me, this refers to like what happened last time the Lindworm yeah. popped up. So the gods intervened is interesting. The gods intervened and like killed everyone at the camp. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. I, I, I'd taken like what happened last time to be like, you have like a uh, uh, last time on this TV show thing. Just to like make it, make it feel like we're jumping into like a continuous story or something. That's a good interpretation, too, but there's also the option no one remembers it's been too long. Time skip. Uh, which, I, which I think, uh, true, but I think it feels stronger if it's, like, about, like, the Lindworm, I yeah. guess. True. I think the cops are going to shut everything down, meaning the Olympians, like, went nuclear on Camp Half-Blood could be interesting. That is interesting. Did they literally kill everyone? Because that's... I don't think they literally killed everyone. I was d being dramatic. I think maybe they were like, uh, like, they were like, hey, you need to evacuate. We need to kill everything here. Right. Like, they were like, okay, all of you get out of camp. Like, we're doing a fucking, like, like we are doing a everything living in here yeah. within a radius is going to be destroyed. 
And it was like a complete shit fest. Some people went out of the camp in time and they died. And while everyone was like clustered outside the camp and outside the defenses, they got attacked by monsters. So a ton of people did die. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the Lindworm (laughs) is a big deal that may or may not be in, probably is in memory. But people were like, wow, that was weird. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, they probably remember the after effects more than the Lindworm itself in that case. Yeah. Yeah, they just remember there was a fucking weird monster in the woods. There was a monster in the woods, and then the Olympians killed my friends. That could just be in a Rick Riordan book. That was that Haley Riordan short story. <laughs> All that kid's friends got killed by the Olympians. Oh god, you're- Wait, well, you no, know, that literally is the thing that happened there. All the gods came and killed <laughs> yeah! all the, like, Chronos soldiers. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> oh, also, my character has a gun. Fuck yes. <laughs> so, we can either end here, or end with- Two of, with asking two questions and or, like either we start next time by asking two questions or we end by asking two questions what do people prefer uh, maybe we could try I think ending by asking two questions yeah, we, we gotta give people something we gotta give them a hint a tease for what's coming sounds good um helga how did you rescue me i rescued you from a a deep freeze Ooh. i think there was there was a winter that was so hard that the trees themselves were like starting to crack apart. Uh, and I brought you in uh, to Hermes cabin and we like, there are a lot there. Like people started being claimed, but there are still a lot of us. And so we just like huddled around you and gave you warmth. I like that a lot. Uh, Pippa, why did you abandon the craft? The craft, as in, like... Staring, staring into fire. Staring fire. Uh, Why don't you look at the fire anymore? Hmm, I didn't like what was looking back at me, uh, and that is all your okay. character knows about that. Got it. Cool, that's my questions. Kenling, why do I feel okay opening up to you? Um, hmm. Because I'm only half listening. God, that's really good. <laughs> Pippa, do I take care of you? This is technically stealing something from a test session, but uh, yes, more than I'd like you to. Yeah, and this is the follow-up is, do you want me to? But yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Helga, what can't we resolve within our friendship? Our power struggle. I think we both, I, I hear the counselor, but I want to be, I want everyone to look up to me. We've butted heads over that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kindling, why do we keep fighting? I keep, the kids keep staying up all night staring at the fire dying slowly with me and they aren't sleeping (laughs) that's really good and as as we close this out let's all sit together and imagine camp half-blood as it was and as it will be and the creature that is stirring in the woods imagine Mm, that's some damn good imagining do I do the out? Is this an Unwise Girls or a Nectar of the Pods? I'm not free. sure what to do. I think this is an Unwise Girls, because we're not going to be like putting it up on the Nectar of the Pods feed. Right, this is free because he'll <laughs> pay for it already. We're not going to fucking paywall the charity episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> In that case, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you, Marcy. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, if you, we'll, we'll have you back soon to continue Yeah, this. I'm excited to read the next, I'm excited to read Mark of Athena. Uh, keep, yeah. Excited to be here. Yeah, our, our new our, our new permanent guest host. Uh, our new permanent third host, not guest host. I'm sorry. That's right. No, no. If she's a permanent guest host, then we can get her on like a I'm shittier a contract. <laughs> I'm a permanent guest. Yeah, you're I'm in the rotating chair. You're an independent contractor. <laughs>
so thank you all for listening. Our intro and outro music is Super Mario Ocean by Space Pony. You can find that at OC Remix, unless I pick something else for this episode, which I might have, or I might not have. Uh, our cover art is Jane's part. Uh, Vera at Innsmouth underscore in on Twitter. That's right. We are brought to you by the Moonshot Network of Podcasts. They have a bunch of wonderful shows, like uh, someone name a Moonshot show. Uh, uh, Schmanners. <laughs> the Schmanners. Uh, 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 <laughs> a real one is Champs in the Making. That one's good. Champs in the Making is really good. Uh, <laughs> and... Fuck. Um, Follow the show, tw- Twitter. You can, find, you can find. Marcy, can you do the outro for us? Okay, uh, you can find the show on co-host. At, uh, fuck, I don't remember what you were on co-host. Um, it's literally just at Unwise Girls. At Unwise Girls. The Twitter, Unwise Girls, probably. Uh, uh, Twitch.tv <laughs> slash Unwise Girls. Uh, um, you can find Marcy's games uh, at T. Zero U R M A L I N E dot itch dot io, I believe. Find me on. I actually, I I don't make games much anymore. You can find me on Twitch at Bouncewife underscore. Also, <laughs> also find my games. I still get paid for them. Yeah, go to go watch Marcy streams. Wonderful shit there. Just like some of the funniest, some of the funniest shit I ever seen for sure. <laughs> Thank it's you. A very oh. funny mouse. That's right. And if you want to support us. You can go and leave a five-star rating interview on your podcast app of choice. You can tell a friend about us. If you tell your friends, that's very good. Or you can go to patreon.com slash unwisegirls, where, for just a dollar a month, you can join Marcy in the <laughs> Discord role of Camp Please. Counselor. Uh, you can, for $3 a month, get the Discord role of Friend of Bacchus, who has finally been mentioned in the series, uh, as well yeah. as all of our bonus content. Uh, yeah, on the last bonus episode, uh, fuck, I just realized the last bonus episode was like two weeks ago, because we didn't do one this week. It was this, we're, this is kind of the last one. We do stuff like Homestuck, we read Homestuck, we're almost done with Homestuck. We're further further through Homestuck statistically than most people have ever read it, so if you're curious <laughs> about that, check it out. And there's a period of a few, there was a period of like a few months there where we just talked about Batman a lot. It's pretty good. <laughs> and... Uh, for five dollars a month, you get the Discord role of Venus's Chosen, as well as all of our bonus content and a special thank you at the end of every episode. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Danny, Tanner, uh, Mercy, Veronica, Friend, Bree, and Erica. Thank you, everyone. Mercy, you can just kind of pretend that um, Mercy is you, but I just <laughs> yeah, I, I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> I literally double take every time I hear it. Like what? I did? <laughs> That was a mistake. I need to go back down so I can keep being on their podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Thank you. you. And as we always say, at the end of every single episode. See you next week, Camp Half-Blood. See you next week, Camp Half-Blood. See you next week, Camp Half-Blood. Bye. 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 Welcome to the best idea for a podcast.
of all time, this is Champs in the Making, a Pokemon Bracket podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the Pokemon video game franchise, put them in a bracket together and find out which one the best one is. Starmie gives me like organic, free-range, gluten-free, like fidget spinner energy. Swallow can swallow a tire hole in one gulp. Ladybug looks like it is ready to give you so many high fives with each of its little mitten hands. <laughs> I don't like Weird Ear's face. It's got a big testicle for a nose, for sure. <laughs> I think Dido King's favorite beer is PBR. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Champs in the Making, a Moonshot Network podcast about Pokemon. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or first at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork.